Yeah, you start whenever you want. Mate. Here is the podcast. That was James. It was with yeah. sit down. I think. Well, I could be wrong. I think James is the name of a band, and Not they offensive. might have called themselves James to throw you off and make you think that it was a solo artist. Do not be fooled. Great. This uh, is the Tom and Jack podcast. Um, yeah. You might be confused by the fact that it's called the Tom and Jack podcast, but I'm speaking first, and I'm Jack. Yeah. Yeah, you just dived in there, but that's fine. Tom is now talking. Um, we used to be on the radio. I think it's fair uh, to say we're not anymore. I think it's fair to say we were... If we'd have been contractually bound, we'd have been sacked or at least put on a sabbatical. I think in terms of relationships, there's a thing that they do where they don't split up with the person. It happens a lot on internet dating. Yeah. Where they just sort of wind it down and reply less often and longer. Suddenly nothing. Phasing out. Yeah, phasing out. That's it. Yeah. Which is very much what's happened to us, I believe. Yeah. Um. I think... I can't think of a famous example of where that's happened. Um, Chris Evans on The Breakfast Show. Yeah. Maybe. Terry Wogan before he died. Yeah. Just sort of gradually disappearing out of the public eye and then gone. Yeah. Like Edmunds. Then Edmunds came back. Edmunds... Edmunds' career was very much resuscitated on the the table. Mm. Um... Deal or no deal. That was it, wasn't it? He hadn't been on TV for ages. Yeah. Oh. But he hasn't been the same, the same since. A zombie Edmund. Yeah. He invented that box where um, that cured cancer. Do you remember seeing that on This Morning? No. Oh. He had a box that it was like a good vibrations box and it could cure <laughs> cancer, he told everyone. How? Uh, he didn't want to go into it. No, why would you? Morning. Why so, would you? Well, don't give away your ideas. No, um, I do remember that bit with him asking that girl out, though. Oh, that was good. Mm. And didn't he offend someone's disabled yeah. sibling or something? All, all available online, I'm mm. sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I think we can now safely say that um, Radio <laughs> prop up third world dictatorships by selling uh, cheap armaments and drugs. I don't. I don't have documentation of this but I do have reason to believe that they funded chemical weapons to Assad <laughs> yeah that is true I heard. I heard that as well since our departure from Radio we are going in a more satirical direction <laughs> um, starting with that Assad joke and moving on to the general election oh oh bloody eh? oh um I uh, Theresa May, <laughs> she's what do they call it? A flash election? She, she's what is it? she's. Uh, well, I you, don't know. You've well, got something. Corbyn though. Good. Yeah. He's good. He's I, a good one, but he's also bad as well. I don't. Oh, well, Labour though. Mm, eh? I mean, I mean uh, that that party. Could oh, I? Could Christ. I even vote? Labour. No. Can you even vote? Have you even registered? How do you register? Probably online mm. these days. When she said it was a... What do they call it? A snap election. Snap election. <laughs> Stupid. I, thought I think it comes called... in three-year cycles. I think next year will be a crackle election. Oh, very and good. Then the, yeah, and then it'll be good. a pop election. Yeah. Yeah. From... Satire. See the... Serial satire. Have I got news for you? YouTube page from all that. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah, I thought it was being called like next week, and that was the plan. Hmm. And she tapped her nose, going, "They're not going to have time to register." Oh dear! There you go. So you just need one Ooh, vote. You didn't have time to vote for me, did you? Oh well, never mind. Um, I can't stand. Have I got news for you? Uh, I've never really enjoyed satire on any level. Not even Animal Farm. Do you think you're maybe not intelligent enough to grasp what Paul Merton and Ian Hislop are doing? I think, and it's not often that I'd say this about myself, I might be too intelligent to grasp what they're uh, saying. I don't mind it. I've seen worse stuff. Go on. Um, I saw I saw a pigeon eating sick the other day. Yeah. That was pretty bad. I was, um, I think it's a common, uh, more than common thing nowadays for people to tag people in other things on social media. Yeah, we do it Funny regularly. Funny videos, do you see? Other. Great. Yeah. Um, I don't like being tagged in videos of women on the streets resuscitating pigeons back to life by giving them mouth to mouth. I there's, didn't come across that. There's personally. no, there's not really a reason for that to be filmed or done ever. Oh, film everything, there's, mate. They're there's certainly done. no reason to be tagging me and stuff like that. Who tagged you in that? My girlfriend. Why? I don't know. I asked her. I said, "Why did you do that?" I said, oh, "I don't know." <laughs> don't, don't do it. I don't <gasps> need to see that. Right. Should we play a song? <sighs> Can we? Look at that. <laughs> Morose. I don't know anymore. Without, <laughs> I'm lost. We can't play music. That was a heart. I don't know. Dare I say Haven? Mm. Maybe like a haven. Sex Haven. Haven Holiday Camp. So not an actual haven in any way. Um, try and think of some sort of joke about how it's like a Haven Holiday Camp. Well, think think during the um, think during the record, time. Yeah. Haven Holiday Camp joke coming up mm. after. What should we play? I don't know, mate. It's your choice today. Would you like something old or something new? Uh, something borrowed or something blue. Uh, great. Uh, well. Old. Old. Always old. Old. Stagnant old. <laughs> Dead, dry in a ditch, old. How about a bit of the gorillas? What song? I don't even know if I like gorillas that much. I Feel good ink? I certainly what? don't. But yeah, let's listen to this. Yeah. There's worse music. Is there? What about Maroon 5? Yeah, what one? Harder to breathe? Yes! Here we go. There you go. That was uh, Harder to Breathe by Maroon 5. All the way back there to 2003? Do you think? I think so, yeah. Probably about that. Songs about I Jane. remember getting that CD mm. from oh. Tesco. Remember that, kids? So it must have been quite a long time ago when I had money. <laughs> oh, good. Just reversed it. Hey? Uh, I have the tendency I'm not even gonna I don't want to repeat the line in that song that's awful because I feel like you're gonna cut it out and use it as a soundbite <laughs> so I'm not gonna say it <laughs> oh please say it no <laughs> you said it during the, oh, well, shame it. it. yeah I'll say it go on uh, what is it I have a tendency of getting very physical so watch your step because if you do I need a miracle you'll need a miracle and you yeah, <laughs> both of us. Because <laughs> I'm going to need one in court and you're going to need He's one. an idiot, that bloke. Also, yeah, cause he's, like you pointed out, because he's singing about a woman, sounds like he's going to hit her. Yeah. But what else could that possibly mean? I don't know. Maybe he's threatening a man. Which is oh, fine. Yeah, is it? But also, so. he's a fanny, that bloke. <laughs> Adam he, Levine. He's pure fanny. I thought they were quite good, uh, Maroon 5, and then they just started 
making rubbish music. I I think they were good at songs about Jane. Yeah, that was good. The maybe was maybe okay. when Jane departed, things got worse. God, considering he didn't even marry that woman, Jane had thirteen songs, I believe, twelve in a bonus track, written yeah. all about her. I know. Madness. I was in the library at school once. She's got great to, head of hair. Listening to uh, one of the singles off the second Maroon Five album. Yes. And I think I pressed play, and I didn't have my headphones plugged in. <laughs> but I had my song, <laughs> and then it started playing. Yeah, Maroon 5 single. And this year, <laughs> this year 8 laughed at me. And I was in 6th form. It was degrading. Uh, mate, I'll take you down. Oh, fuck, I? Watch your step. Because <laughs> if you do... What, you kids don't even listen to Maroon 5 anymore? <laughs> well, who's the one that's really sad, yeah? Yeah, I might not know all the new bands like Def Leppard. I'm still pretty hip. <laughs> oh. I might not listen to your house music or your garbage, yeah? That's before house music, I think. How, yeah. Actually, speaking of which, I was reading the Leighton Buzzard Observer mm. today, trying to find some stuff to talk about. Nothing really, <laughs> but there was a little record day thing, and it was like, enjoy loads of music, rock, pop, and <laughs> drum and bass. And bass was spelt like the bass, like a basement. <laughs> like some granddad. Like a biscuit bass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So someone had obviously just had that. But what are the kids like? Drum and bass. Drum and oh, bass. Drum <laughs> and the bass. <laughs> uh, well, if you like to put your records on and just have a bit of a good shindig, why not get yourself down to record day? Mm. What do the kids like to listen to on their zunes? <laughs> drum and bass. Idiots. Um, we haven't done this in ages, you know, a month. Haven't we? A calendar month. Oh. You went on holiday, how was that? Did I? Uneventful. Yeah. Oh, I went to the Lake District. Yes. Uh, nice. Good. Any? Um, I stayed in a B and B. Oh. Which I thought was all right. I don't really mind it, but my girlfriend was very. Um, she didn't like that she had to say good morning to people in the morning. Oh, I don't. No, I don't like that. <laughs> But why? I don't know what the big deal is. I don't want to have to be forced to get up and go to eat a horrible breakfast. Nice little breakfast. No, mighty, toasted mighty white. It comes out, <laughs> it's cold. Oh, great. Thanks for that. And burnt. Yeah, and butter in packets. <laughs> I got a glass of water or something. I'm choking over here. Uh, that's, that's old. That's been here less than a week. Take the lid off that if you want. <laughs> I'm not getting you water. We're mid-record. Idiot. It's not live radio. Because you can't <laughs> deal with the dust. <laughs> Right, fine, actually. No. Oh, we've done it now. A backwash now. Oh, what's in this? A bit of lemon. Oh. What do you mean? Oh. Oh, it tastes like washing up liquid. No. And oh. I would know. You're an idiot. There's some beer left in that Stella bottle, I think. Fill your boots. There you go. This would be good for a demo when we try and get back in the <laughs> Great. I'm choking because I, I was a, sat in a basement. That was a brand new water bottle. That is like a drum and basement. What are you talking about? B&Bs? No, I don't know why. I don't want your hepatitis on this. Um, yeah, B&B breakfast. Rubbish. We were one in Edinburgh that uh, my girlfriend's family, well, they always go every year to the Edinburgh Festival and they mm. normally go to the same B&B and this like landlady was like, <laughs> she said, oh, will you be coming back next year? And my girlfriend's mum went, Oh, we only come here to see you. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> I think she's really offended her. Christ. Oh, funny. 
Uh, and she also, when my girlfriend came down for breakfast one day, um, the woman said, from like across the room, do you want a drink? And she went, tea? Did a massive tea with her arms. <laughs> Peculiar. Who did? Uh, why, who did the tea? The landlady. She went, tea? <laughs> <laughs> did she think that your girlfriend was like, I don't know, educationally subnormal? That she'd have to I, do a tea? I don't think we've said that since the 80s, educationally subnormal. Why is that racist now? Yeah, racist against the educationally subnormal. Yeah. Oh. Right, let's get back on track. There'll be a lot of cut in here. Cut this, cut, cut this, cut, cut, cut here. Um, what was that? Do you see the final Robot Wars? No. Oh, Fill me in. Severe. Um, I don't want to tell you one. I'll tell you, I was watching in bed last night. I was like applauding at one point. <laughs> It was fantastic. Uh, while your girlfriend was asleep? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think she might have woken up. Yeah, good. What? How could you... How what? How is it that good that you literally applaud? Okay, this robot had a spinner so strong that the other it hit part of the chassis off another robot and it was embedded in the arena wall, which is... Uh, Three centimetre, three centimetre bulletproof glass. There you go. Dario Brown couldn't believe it. He'd never seen anything like it. Jonathan Pierce went mental. But that, what? It's just dangerous. Yeah, well, it's good. <laughs> that's that's how the robot wars team like, live on the edge. It's good when the robots clearly immobilised, and then they just go in and just smash its pieces. Anyway, that's good. I like that. How you ever got? any female attention in life I will never know <laughs> the ladies they love a little chat about Robot Wars it's annoying because I used to have great well, who was the last lady you spoke to about Robot Wars that wasn't your mother or your girlfriend I definitely talked to a girl at work about it yeah yeah is she falling head over heels no and I don't think she asked about Robot Wars right but why would she it came at work because something trended about it and I was like oh you fakers you don't even know about Robot Wars <laughs> and everyone was just talking about the new series so I was like they don't know they were talking about this flipper and I was like you clearly never saw Chaos 2 <laughs> Chaos 2 used to put robots out of the arena for fun <laughs> Chaos 2 and they were talking about oh they're so innovative not a single robot in the last two series had been innovative at all Hypno Disc was innovative Pussycat was innovative Razor was innovative and Chaos 2 was as well because it used compressed CO2 gas on its flipper it was incredible is that incredible? yeah it was it flipped Matilda once I still remember it I've got the DVD over there we can watch it where you got we want to remember that we want to have that sealed in a time capsule I've had quite a robot week actually well I don't know if I've spoken on here about my dad talking about robots You've had a robot week. Yeah, because I saw my dad and all he talks about is robots. Yeah, you've told me about this. He's gone a bit sort of... Um... Seen off for robots. Yeah, a bit sort of War of the Worlds kind of paranoid. Yeah, and sort of Asimov, iRobot-y mental. Yeah. So every time I see him, every time we talk about me getting a job or whatever, get a, get a job that a robot can't take. <laughs> and then he started sending me he sent me this essay by this professor which was 87 pages long and went read that <laughs> like, did you? no I didn't I didn't even I opened it and closed it instantly and then he just he sends me stuff in the middle of the night he goes there's 86 million unemployed 
86 million unemployed, I reckon. Oh, Dad, just... They. <laughs> yeah. I think if at any point in life you start referring to they, yeah. you've really got to start worrying. And we were talk- We were just talking about uh, my mate from school, who my dad has seen, and my dad was like, what's he up to? And I was like, oh, he's doing a law conversion degree. And my dad went, oh, no, don't do that. There was a trial decided the other day by a robot jury. <laughs> You're fast unravelling, mate. Mad. <laughs> Absolutely mental. Why is he that worried, though? I th- he's not, I don't think. I just think it's his new hobby, is reading about robots no. for sort of 18 hours a day and then sending me stuff about it. I think he's got a garage, like, through detectives. It's that, calling it, calling them robots is like... I don't know. I find that really sweet. Mm, I know, yeah. If he was talking about, like, AIs, then he... Oh, he brought up AI the other day. Sounds like more of an intellectual thing to say, but to be worried about robots... I know, like killer Daleks or whatever. Mm. Although they were obviously organic, because there were things inside them. I don't... I've never watched Doctor Who. Uh, Yeah, because AI, it turns out, AI has prejudices and stuff, and no one knows why. There you go. Little known fact. What do you... Prejudice? Yes, so it's prejudice against... Well, yeah, arbitrary things. Just for example. But just random... Why have you said that? Just, I don't (laughs) know, just just the the first thing that came to mind. Because you want a killer army of anti-gay robots (laughs) to go and taser them all to death. Sick. Do you remember when your dad said... Taser them? Do you remember when your dad said that you should take over that bike shop that went out of business? Yeah, and I never did that. Yeah, it's been taken over now. You've missed your chance. By robots? No, by the young lad. Oh, no. I know, yeah. That bike shop could have been mine. There's I could a... have used it as a, like a drug cover-up. There was like a family bike shop in Leighton Buttered. Dorvik's. Yeah. There was, they were put up for sale, the business. And we mm. were walking past it on the way to the pub and you said that your dad <laughs> suggested Because Dad used to over. go... You, dad, the bloke that used to own it lives on the road that my parents live on so my dad used to bump into the owner a lot mm. and then the owner told my dad that he was selling up shop but looking for someone younger Some young blood to take over it I was like I don't have the first idea about running a, I did GCSE business studies but that was 10 years ago but you had your I don't have the first not only do I have not the first clue about running a business I don't know anything about bikes either the two main things you'd need to run that shop, I haven't got the foggiest. You also had your job that you have at the moment when he said that. I've you? got an yeah, actual a job. Career, almost. Almost. Yeah, mad. Mental dad, say. Eh? Oh. I think, yeah. My dad talks to me a lot about the benefits. Well, not the benefits. He talks to me a lot about why I should never have children. <laughs> and I don't really think that he quite he always says it to me and he's always like but do you know what I mean though like I'm not being funny it's like you know you're talking to me right you know you're talking to your own offspring here my dad says stuff like that to me as well it's like well I never wanted a kid yeah like, great isn't it? that's fine my round is it he was oh. just like he was saying to me it to me before I came over here to do this very podcast he's like there was of all the things in life of having a mortgage and your career and everything like that there will never be anything so stressful in your life as having children <laughs> I was like oh, great thanks I'm glad that I was such a burden on you for no, so long get sorry out. dad sorry for being born oh never mind eh 
You are a burden, though, to us all. Yeah, I feel like it. Good. But in a way, that spurs me on to, you know, cling. Great. Should we play another song? More so to you than anyone else, though. Let's play Mr. Roboto by um, whatever that band is. Oh. More Maroon 5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One with a little rap bit in the middle eight. They're my favourites. <laughs> the ones that Heart <laughs> FM cut out. Yeah. They're my favourites. Yeah, favorites. yeah. Heart FM is Do you know what? I was in... music. The place that I work has a couple of offices and I had to go to the one that I don't normally work at yesterday and they have the mm. radio on there and it's always Heart. Heart played Where Is The Love by Black Eyed Peas, mm. right? But the song goes straight into the chorus and there's then plays no... nothing but the chorus. There's no rapping. It just, it starts the the dum 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 And then it goes, people killing, people dying. What, and that's it? Six and times. And it just does that. Like, five or six. Why? Did, is it that just white people are so offended by the idea of rap that they can't even listen to... A, because there's no swearing in that song either. There's no expletives. There's nothing offensive. No, I know, because they, they used to play California Girls at like 10 to 6 And cut every out the day. Snoop bit. Yeah, and it wasn't even edited well. So it's all like... Mad. What for? I don't get it. Bloody We've got, We need to speak to someone from Heart. Get a spokesman on to explain to us why they do that. If we there's... had a contact at any radio station, we wouldn't be sat here. Now play some music. Uh, that was Foster and his people. And Pumped Up Kicks, live from a cellar that's pre-recorded. Tom and Jack podcast. Uh, coming up, we've got a celebrity interview that I did with um, Jodie Marsh. No. Really? <clears throat> Jodie Marsh. Yes. If you can believe it. I didn't, th- I didn't even know she was still alive. She's still alive, yeah. How's she doing? Alive and kicking. She's alive. She's t- talking about a TV programme she made about... Oh, God. About women who pay to have sex with men. With men, <laughs> with men, men, you say? Yeah, with Goodness. human, with human men. You must give me her number. Uh, and that was pretty much all she wanted to talk about, actually. So that coming up, if you're interested Good. in niche programming. Um, Tom, do you think that um, we've been doing this for over a year now? Don't say that. Um, and we've had a variety of items on this show. <laughs> do you think that they have improved over time? Or do you think that somehow your ideas get worse? I think we've had some belters between us. But we just can't really be bothered. I think to... I've had some belters. I beg your pardon. Who do you think goes pays upwards of £10 to get into some sordid grief hole nightclub to interview some gonk about nothing just to play it on the radio? Yeah, that is a good item. Um, credit where credit's due on that Spoonful one. of weather. I thought that was my idea. Yeah, but you came up with the original idea and I made it not... Well done, <laughs> Steve Jobs. You... Don't bring up Jobs, mate. You are not Wozniak. I'm Jobs and Wozniak. I don't know <laughs> who you are. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you came up with auction very good. And you're when you do it once a year... Spoonful of Weather. I came up with that. I came you up did with... not come up with Spoonful of Weather. You I didn't come up with Jezebel. the title, but I came up with the idea... I came up with... Uh, Spoonful of Weather was looking at Twitter that, when you did it. That film thing that we used to do. The film, Not the films what you saw. No, yeah, the films what you saw. Was that you? 
Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, I don't think that was uh, you. And also... We can um, do films what you saw again. Trip to the pictures, I came up with that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we can do films what you saw again, because it's getting into oh, um, yes. schlockbuster Sh- season. Schlockbuster. So we can... So maybe we should call it that instead, schlockbusters. Oh, nah. I like the films, I like films that you saw. I'm going to make a new jingle, though, because I hate that one. I cannot listen to that again. <laughs> There's got to be something else we can do. Get, oh, she's on that. Well, I know what you're going to say because I was drunk this week with my aforementioned father and I sent you a text saying, I've got an idea for a mic. Why were you drunk with him, do you think? I don't know, so we can talk to each other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I came up with an item because I was in a pub where lots of people had tattoos on their faces and their necks and stuff. Mm. And I thought to myself, if I were the sort of person what would get a tattoo... What sort of tattoo would I get on my person? Yeah. Yeah. Now, explain to me how the item works. Someone who doesn't have tattoos, me or you, or someone else if they want to get involved, if there's anyone listening, yeah, who doesn't have tattoos, says what sort of tattoo they would get if they were the sort of person what would get a tattoo. Because there was a bloke who had, I think, I think Trevor McDonald on his shin. And right. I, I was trying to work out, I was trying to go back through his thought process and think, okay, not only do I want a scar, essentially, on my body for the rest of my life, but I love Trevor McDonald so much. I mean, Trevor McDonald's on Gangs was good, but it was not good enough I to saw, get it on my I leg. saw a fully grown adult man in denim shorts with a coloured tattoo of a minion I knew you say that. on his calf. Now... That may have been for a dare. I don't know. You can't just assume why people get these tattoos. If that, if I was in that situation, though, let's say hypothetically it was a dare, I'd say, can you not dare me to have my leg amputated and just cut clean off instead <laughs> of having a minion, a minion tattooed on me? Um, I can't like the minions. What do you like about them? I don't, mate. I'm just trying to wind you up. Look at your face, Paul. Get a minion if you want. Let people do that sort of thing. What do you care? Just pray it goes septic. Yeah, true. That would be nice. Do you think he's ever going to procreate without his leg? Yes. Don't worry. He had a child with him. No, he... he hmm. I don't know where Was he it? got it from. <laughs> you look like you like minions. He went in the toilets... Get in the car. He went in the toilets no, without on. one and came oh. out with one, so... I... Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could say about that bloke coming into work, but I can't. Excuse me? That f- famous DJ. A famous DJ came into work. Oh, yeah. But I can't. Probably going to have to bleep that out. Yeah. A famous DJ came into work. Yeah. You can't. Why would you bleep and that out? And it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I've quit my job. That's what we could talk about. Go on then. Oh, unemployed as Again. a Sunday. Yeah, it's back rather long. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. Back on the dole. Never Back on the breadline. Never taken a penny off the government. Apart from university and that. Yeah, which you're having to pay back. Not all out mine. Out your arsehole. Not all mine. Be poor enough. Get You still get some of it for free. There you go. Hmm. So think about that, parents. Yeah, I should have never started a job with a salary. I can't... Because yeah, they can get you then. They've got they? me. They've mm. got me right by the bollocks. I'm going to do something... Right by the jacks. I'm going to start working purely with cash. I'll say you can have some money back when that degree. Keep me off the books, son. When that degree has done me any good, you can have some. It, money it really back. hasn't. It really hasn't. <laughs> no. What a waste of time 
and money of life yeah oh think to think we could have just sat down here for three years <laughs> poncing about yeah, it felt like three years it really did maybe you should quit your job again and we'll start we'll start again unemployed I have flashbacks Brothers to the are. time that me and you were unemployed and it's like um, having flashbacks of the war those were the happiest days of it's my harrowing life. no you enjoyed it there were I days when we just meet up and just sort of look at each other and mm. just like look at our phones for six hours yeah. and then just go home Oh, happy days. Oh. I get a nervous twitch every time I hear um what? Catatonia. Oh yeah. I we played that in the car the other day. Mm. Enjoyed that. I didn't. I was nearly sick. Oh. Um what else are we going to talk about? Oh yeah, Harry Styles. So Harold Styles is the second person from One Direction to release some music. I think he might be the third, but okay. Oh, well okay. Well after Zane and Maybe. Whatever. Did the ugly one with the child? I think never. the Irish one did something. He never. Yeah. Um, He'll ha- never be Ed Sheeran, though. <laughs> there was an interview with Harry Styles when he was talking about his new single, um, which I sent to you, I think. You did. I've got um, it here. Oh, have you got it? Okay, you can read it verbatim. Okay. So uh, this is a quote from the article with an interview. Is it from an interview with Harry Styles? He's talking about. Uh, the lead single off his new album whatever that's called mm-hmm. uh, Harry says the song is written from a point of view as if a mother was giving birth to a child <laughs> and there's a complication the mother is told the child is fine but you're not going to make it the mother has five minutes to tell the child go forth and conquer um, the song being called Sign of the Times. That's an odd conceit for a song, isn't it? With the best one in the world. That's really mental. Also, uh, I checked and it's had six people on the writing credits. So it's not really for Harry Styles to say what it's about. He can say what a sixth of it is about. Now, you don't know that they didn't all sit down at a table That's together true. and go, That's exactly what I was thinking. So this is the best idea we've got, is it? <laughs> Like the first episode of The Apprentice when they try and come up with a name and it ends up being Excelsior or something. Or Power. (laughs) Idiots. Right, let's play a song. We'll have a celebrity interview. We'll all go home. Crikey. What? What time to be alive. Okay, here's Thunderstruck by ACDC. I'm in chat. That was Thunderstruck by ACDC. You're listening to the Tom and Jack podcast. You're listening to Dads Who Rock on <laughs> on Don't Kerrang. Uh, where oh, life is loud. We'd be great on Kerrang, wouldn't we? We'd be so good on Kerrang. I'd love. We're born for Kerrang. Right, if anyone knows anyone at Kerrang Radio, get us on now. I, I would, unironically, I would love to play Corn and Limp Biscuit and stuff like that all day long. I live for the crying lifestyle. I, I, I w- hate my parents. I always talk <laughs> at three decibels above the social norm. Um, I've still, I'm 26 years old and I've still got posters in my room. Mm. Um, How many uh, heavy I used to metal paint bands? my nails. Did, no, you didn't. How many... Shh. Heavy metal bands did we plug on the that old 
toot station that we used to be Oh, at. God. Too many to count. Um, Being Eugene. We'll I'm just thinking of all the heavy metal bands that I like. Go on. I wouldn't want to name them all. Trivium. Big Trivium fan, aren't you? I like... Slayer. Megadeth. While She Sleeps. Ramstein. I've heard that name, but yeah. I don't know... You know who I hate? Black Veil Brides. Oh, I hate sure. them. I can't stand the lads. Do you know what I hate? What? Pop music. Pop music is rubbish. Oh, ooh. NSYNC. Oh. NSYNC. <laughs> this is Kerrang. Oh... Right, let's have an interview. This is me with Jodie Marsh. Jodie's Marsh. <laughs> this is me meeting Jodie Marsh that on the radio. No. <laughs> this is when I met Jodie Marsh in a smoking area in Milton Cleans. Hit it, bitch. <laughs> Milton Cleans? <laughs> what? I said... Oh. Milton Cleans. Just play it. Hello, listeners. I'm here in a nightclub smoking area in um, Milton Keynes. Uh, with professional celebrity Jodie Marsh who's here to plug our new TV show um, Women Who Pay for Sex um, Do you want to tell us a little bit about the show and what inspired you to do it? Um, this is of all the shows I've done so far this is by far the funniest show hmm. it's just hilarious I wanted to do it because I've already done a show about female um, prostitution and sex work, right. so we have seen that side of it. The, Keep it um, light. How most of them are pimped and trafficked, and uh, you know the men God. are quite sleazy who use them and pay for them. And then I wanted to see it from the other point of view, so mm. the women who hire male prostitutes and what sort of women do it and why they do it. Um, it's something, that, how it came about is that I nearly hired a male escort myself years and years ago. I went right. through kind of a drought and this was back in my party animal crazy days. Uh, and mm. I went through this drought and I was like, maybe I'll just hire an escort. And I did go online and search the escort sites, but I didn't find anyone that I found attractive. Yeah. And that's the only thing that stopped me. So back then, if I think if I'd found somebody that, say, looked like David Gandhi, I would have paid Gandhi. for him and had him to come, had him come around my house. Uh, but I couldn't find anyone I found attractive, so I left it. And I think that's where it came from, because I thought... Gandhi. Well, I've nearly done it myself, and I know why. I know what my motives were and reasons were, but there are lots of women out there who are actually doing it, and so I want to know, are they the same as me? Are these people, you know, who are these women? So anyway, it is absolutely hilarious. It is the best show um, ever. It is just so mm. funny. My, I let my best friend watch it um, a couple of weeks back. And he said, this is my favorite show of yours so far. And I said, why? And he said, because that's the Jodie that we know and love. Right. Uh, what sort of women were they? Cause, I mean, I don't want to judge, but there's a bloke who brings an escort into my pub and um, he has to, he, but first time I saw him I thought he has to pay for it. It was funny because um, for me personally having nearly yeah. hired an escort Can it be. was exactly what I thought it would be. It was independent, quite successful, quite wealthy women mm. who just couldn't get a decent bloke and had thought sod it I'll just pay for what I want. So it, it was kind of exactly what I thought it would be. 
you know, these these women, forty plus, um, widowed, widowed or divorced, mm. can't meet a decent man, can't find a decent one, and mm. um, still want sex, got a high sex drive, and want company yeah. as well. Because the, the difference between men and women paying for sex is men just want the sex, women want the companionship as well, and cuddles and stuff. So. Um, yeah, they were people that just wanted like company, wanted a really hot guy on their arm to go to a wedding or whatever, you know, as their plus mm. one. And so, yeah, it was exactly what I thought it would be. And they are brilliant, absolutely hilarious. One of the women from the show uh, had sex with the, the guy mm. and I was outside the door listening to them having sex. Yeah. And, uh, and I've stayed in touch with her though. And she, we're mates now and I, I've been talking Ooh. to her ever since. She's carried on seeing the guy. That's um, I find that unsavoury, to be quite honest with you. Anyway, um, did you find there was a stigma around this sort of thing? I mean, the, that customer at work, he won't even admit it to his wife, I don't think. There is a massive stigma, stigma, stigma. in the UK. Women will not admit that they pay for sex. On they TV. will not, even though thousands are doing it, because we've met mm. the escorts who are working as escorts, and you know they've got hundreds of clients, and they're constantly working every single night, busy all the time. Good. But we couldn't get one woman in the whole of the UK to admit that she paid for sex. We had to mm. go to America, and in America they will tell you anything because... America is the land of um, school shootings, therapy, and oh, okay. talking through your problems and all that. Like they're very open in America, mm. very honest, and they um, don't believe in bottling things up or hiding things, or and things don't mm. have stigma, or you know, stigma. attached to them in America, or nothing's taboo really. So mm. went to America, and then I mean, we had so many women talking about it that we loads of them ended up on the cutting room floor because we had so many that we didn't know to choose because we mm. were like, so many women were like, yeah, I pay for sex, yeah, I do it, you know. And we had so many mm. that I interviewed, well, as many as we could, loads of them, and then obviously just chose the ones we liked that had good stories to them, sort of yeah. thing. So yeah, well, there's even in the show what you see, there's mm. loads more than that that did tell me that well we fo we followed them on dates and all sorts yeah we we saw it in action you know we saw it happening kind of thing so yeah um do you want to share any of these i mean maybe your funniest one rather than just telling us how entertaining they were i think listening to the woman having sex with the escort through the door right that's not like a I don't think anyway. I don't think that's like a cool, funny story. I think that's weird. <laughs> Absolutely mental. Um. Anyway, uh, why why do you think British people didn't want to talk about it? I think British people are just really reserved in general, and I think we're liars. Right. We're born liars. Mm. I do. I think British people mm. are really good at lying. It's kind of like the whole. Um, Jimmy Savile stuff, Ugh. yeah. Like we've every day there seems to be a new person added to that. Like oh, Just you know, there's another light, politician yeah. or there's another radio star or newsreader or TV mm. star, or whatever. The list of people that be abused careful. children years ago is getting longer and longer and longer. Well, we are a nation that has covered that up for 30 years. Mm. Why? Why have we covered it up? I don't. I don't know the answer, but I'm just saying. Mm. I think we're good as a nation. We're good at lying, and we're good at covering things up. 
and we're very reserved and we don't like people to know our business. So, whereas in America, they're the complete opposite. Everyone knows your business, everything's open, they don't lie about stuff, they just tell you how it is. They're, ju they're just a different breed. And actually, I have fallen in love with America. Right, that's, that's probably enough yew tree stuff, to be honest. Actually, me and my mate Jack, who I do the show with, we went for an interview at Hospital Radio. And um, before we'd asked a single question, a single question, this one went, Jimmy Savile, I never, I never liked him. I never liked him. And so you did. Just do radio. Not to go back to them actually. Thinking about it. Um, what else can we talk about? Ideally, not paedophiles or people trafficking. Um, you're celibate actually, aren't you? Well, I remember reading that you were. Uh, why? Don't mind me asking. It's just because I haven't met anyone that I'm in love with. When I fall in love, I will want to have sex with him, but I haven't fallen in love, and I, mm. I just think I am a grown-up now. Thank yeah. God, it took me long enough. Uh, and Eighteen years. I'm a grown-up now, and I think, as somebody in the public eye, I think we all have a responsibility to be a good role model. No. And for me, obviously, I am very much involved in health, fitness, um, right. gym, and nutrition and diet and all the rest of it. Good diet. Oh. Um, and I also do a lot of anti-bullying work. Right. And with TLC, all of my shows are educational and informative and entertaining. And that was my mission from day one. I said to TLC, the shows have to be educational. We can't just make shows for no reason. You know, you've got to be able to learn something from my show, take it away with you. Um, and then in my personal life, what I can do as a role model is, um, is set a good example. Well, that seems like as good a place as any to end. Um, Jodie Marsh, thanks for um, being interviewed by me. Thank you. Oh, it's alright. Got me out of the house. See you later. Well, what do you think of that, eh? I, uh, I enjoyed that. What was your favourite I thought that Jodie Marsh was pleasant. I thought that Jodie Marsh was not pleasant. Delete is applicable. Yeah. Okay. You will listen to it when. I play oh, it, mate. You, so. Trust me. You know, I can tell because I know who the other four people are. As soon as that it. pod goes up, mm. I'm listening, baby. Now you know your favourite feature of mine that I do. When you said I was out of ideas earlier. There's a lot of them that are joint favourites, though. <laughs> so you can't really ask of that of me. It's like choosing a favourite like child. So you remember the original feature that was... This is a song from a TV show. I like both the TV show and the song, separately and when used in conjunction. Including theme shoes. And then that became... This is a song from a film. I like both the... <coughs> film and the song, separately and when used in conjunction. Not including original soundtracks. That wasn't enough time. Not even close. Yeah, but I can split the track. Oh, God, you're smart. Sh stop showing them you behind the veil. You are smart as a button. So I've revised it again, and I think now oh, I'm going to play... Uh, this is a... No, maybe not that. <laughs> TV theme tune of the week. Because you know originally... Well, that's not as catchy. No, I'll what? never catch up. Okay, wait, let me think of one. Okay. 
<laughs> this is a song from a theme tune. <laughs> this is the theme tune of a TV show. I like both the TV show and the theme tune separately and when used in conjunction. Shh. No further information required. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I was going to sack it all off, but I wanted to listen to the Cheers theme tune. <laughs> what? Why is, is that with you in that theme tune? I love it. Go on. I why? Like, I like the theme tune and I like the TV show and I like them together. Uh, and you also like today, you also like the go. bit in The Simpsons where Homer goes into the bar, yeah, and he starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so oh, good. And Norm goes mental yeah. and tries to bottle him. I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll, I'll kill, kill all of you. Yeah. Thirty like, years of The Simpsons, eh? Oh god, shame. Uh, ten good ones, if that. That's depressing, isn't it? What's the fire alarm? It's uh, like a grandparent living for too long. Yeah. Oh, oh well, I enjoyed it at first, but that's no. actually really bad. That it's overwhelmingly bad now compared to good in the episodes. Do you think that'll happen to us? Mm. <laughs> mm, I didn't know. No, because the Simpsons if, started on a high, didn't it? Yeah. So if we're still doing anything in thirty years, it will be in an from some kind of cell. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, not a joint one. That'd be. Oh awful. God! Can you imagine? Anyway. You, I get uh, ruminate on that. Imagine listen to the theme. I imagine getting to the cell and you still being like, I'm having the top bunk, I'm having the top bunk because you're such a Nancy Drew. The thing about the top bunk is you can get up in the night and disturb them, but they can't disturb you. So, there you go. Here's the theme tune from Cheers. There you go, that was the theme tune from Cheers this week. Cheers to that. Yeah, great. This has been, this has been a washout, isn't it? Uh, this is, um, I'm going to have to edit this so much, you're such a helmet. Oh. Uh, so that was this week's, this is a TV, this is, oh, f- TV thing. I'll put it in afterwards. This is a theme tune from Sh- a TV show. Yeah. I like both the TV show and the theme tune separately. And when used in conjunction, no further information required. Fantastic. You're not. I'm not using your voice. Right? I'll sit down it all night and retake it. What if I do it in a different accent? No. So there'll be another one of them next week. Maybe the theme tune from out Mo. of <laughs> and off the hook. It's Tom and Jack. It's Mock the week uncut. Too hot for TV. It's Jethro live on the radio. So look forward to another one of them next week. Might be. Might be Mash. Might be a theme from Red Dwarf. Oh, not Mash. Mash. Fantastic. Stop swearing. Why? Because I've got to edit it. But it's your podcast. No. Body, body. You think a radio station's going to take us on with that kind of foul language? That sort of utterance? If they don't, they... Oh, Oh, Christ. Right, I'll tell you what, that's more than enough. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Um... Please feel free to subscribe. I'm sure you won't. I wouldn't subscribe if I just sat through all this. If you're on, and I have. If you're on Reddit, we put a film up on there. Yeah, YouTube. We're going to do a bonus podcast now mm. for your sins, Jack. Mm. Me and Jack spent a long time making not a very short film. <laughs> and it's been so arduous that we're going to do a bonus podcast behind the scenes, the making of, even though no one cares. But, yeah. Yeah. So everyone watch that and like it and tell your friends. It's more for our um, sanity. Putting the ghost of it to the rest. Yeah, of course. You haven't even seen it, actually. No, but I know it's good because I'm in it. 
Yeah, that's true. You are good in it. Oh. Don't I know it? Anyway, more oh. of that chat. It will already be downloaded if you just go in your app. There you go. Yeah. We'll see you next week. And um, God knows. What do you want to do next Maybe week? Maybe another election. Next I wouldn't have thought so. Another election, great. Yeah? Yeah. Probably, the way oh. things are going. Right, let's... Goodbye.